Blog Talk Radio. Everybody here, everybody here, let's get into it, yeah. get stupid, get started. Welcome, Big Brother fans. This is your Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. I'm Cherry Garcia, and I'm so glad you can be here tonight with us for Manic Mondays with our beautiful host, Michelle Costa, from Big Brother Season 10, also known as the Portuguese Princess from Providence. If you have questions or comments, call in at 1-347-237-5506. And once you're on our switchboard, please do remember to listen to the prompts and press the number one key on your phone. That lets us know that you want to join us on air and you're not just listening to the show from our switchboard. Now, let's get this show started with a little intro for our host. Here we go. Hi, everyone. Welcome, Big Brother fans. 
It's August 26, 2019. This is the Rad Reality Show. I'm Cherry Garcia. I'll be your co-host tonight, which I'm sure I don't need to remind you is Monday. And that means it's time for Manic Mondays with our host, Michelle Costa from Big Brother Season 10, also known as the Portuguese Princess from Providence. She's always on her game, bringing great special guests onto her show to talk and share opinions and have a fun time um, just chatting about one of our favorite guilty pleasures, reality TV. And Big Brother is definitely one of the best when it comes to reality TV. Um, Tonight, her special guest is near and dear to Michelle's heart, to my heart, to many of the fans out there uh, as well. He was on season 19, and while he was still in the house, um, while talking to house guests in person, but to the fans via the live feeds, I think he invited everyone in America to come over and join him and his beautiful family for Thanksgiving dinner. Um, Shortly after the season ended, of course, uh, he did have a beautiful um, Thanksgiving charity event. It didn't happen at his house because there were so many people who attended. They had a beautiful event. Um, I think so many people had a great time. Of course, I'm talking about none other than Kevin Schlehuber, and I can't wait to talk to him tonight to find out about how his health is, to find out what he's been up to lately, and to find out about what he thinks about Big Brother 21 And, of course, um, the cast, the theme, the twist. And, of course, we have to cover the Big Brother 21 drama um, because there's always drama in the Big Brother house. And, as usual, we want to hear from the fans, too. So don't be shy. Call in at 1-347-237-5506 to talk to Michelle and Kevin on air. The only thing we ask is that Um, You have your most important questions ready first, and once you're on a switchboard, please press the number one key on your phone. That just lets us know that you're ready to join us on air, and you're not just on hold to listen to the show. Now that we've got all that out of the way, it's time to bring up our beautiful host and get it started in here. Hi, Michelle. How are you, and how was your weekend? Hey, Cherry Pie. How is it going? It's Manic Monday, the day we hate the most, Mondays, because they're usually awful. Then they end so sweet, the Manic Monday show. That's right. That's right. You know, I get I get all sorts of, like, kind of hate in Mondays, and then it comes around this time, and I'm like, oh, I love Mondays. Yeah. Mondays, yeah. you get to chit-chat, get to see what's been going on with you, Cherry, what's been going on with everybody out there, and then we always have an amazing guest. So I need to first know this, Cherry. Have you been able to watch anything yet? Has your cable company resolved the matter? Because last week I thought it did. But what's going on in St. No, Louis? the only thing I- – I have not seen any of the CBS shows, although I have watched some after dark and I'm trying to catch up as you know, some on the, you know, blogs and what I can do online. Um, you know, just following the, the 
Joker's updates and that kind of thing. Um, you can so find out a lot. Just send a shout out to everybody out there who is <laughs> involved in keeping us updated on the daily, right, Cherry? Um, That's right. A lot of work goes into them basically transcripting everything that happens and shifting through all the stuff that's useless and giving us the good stuff. Um, just let you guys all know, we do do spoilers, so if we do a spoiler, just cover your ears. Yeah. I hope that works out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have to at least tell them. I mean, you know, so that they're not like, anything, you know, it didn't give me time to cover my ears, but now we're giving you time. Make sure you cover it up when you're supposed to and uncover when you're supposed to. You guys got to figure that out. But anyway, um, we have a great guest tonight. I'm super excited to have him on. He has not been on at all since the start of Big Brother 21. Um, so can't wait to hear what his thoughts are. And that's Mr. Kevin from Big Brother 19. Uh, we all loved and adored him. And um, obviously, you know, a lot of people have different ventures when they go on Big Brother. And uh, Kevin has remained part of uh, our favorite dad and he's been going through some things too so we need to know how he's doing what's going on with him he's got a podcast he's got all kind of good stuff for us um so like cherry said follow her directions you don't want me to get crazy so follow her directions she already told you three four seven two three seven five five zero six make sure you press one um so the other thing i wanted to talk about is um we're going to be obviously doing spoilers, but like a lot of the segments, like I want to talk about Zingbot. Um, we haven't seen him yet, um, the show, I should say, but we've heard a lot of what Zingbot has actually said. Um, so I want to, I want to know what Kevin thinks about that. If he's, if he's heard them. And also um, I'm trying to remember what, what Zingbot said about Kevin. So I'm curious to see if he remembers exactly what Zingbot said and see if, He's on my money. Um, Zingbot was not on my season, Cherry. Uh, I wish Zingbot would have zinged some of us in the house, please. That would have been mighty interesting. Don't you think so, Cherry Pie? I would think. Absolutely. Would have had some good stuff. Oof. Absolutely. I wish, like, Zingbot would just go back and, like, you know, since Zinkbot was probably not born because he had already had a baby, but back in season one, what would have Zinkbot had said each year that he missed? I think it would be pretty funny. I don't know. No, I could only imagine. That would be. I could only imagine what he would say about me. There's so many different avenues to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jerry. So many different ways he can go about it, but. Um, but yeah, and if you guys have anything, I know I've, I've received a lot of comments too about just different things that have been going on in the house. Um, I, I just also want to say a lot of people have been messaging me about <clears throat> the prankster, the week of the prankster. And right. um, yes, did you see that part of it, Cherry Pie? I prankster. haven't watched so much of it, but I have heard about the prankster, America's prankster, and yeah, I've been hearing tidbits about it. So, well, you know, America votes, right? Right. 
right. America votes. I think America should be in, you know, parentheses or exclamation point or <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Because I just wonder. Um, I've and, been wondering uh, that for I, a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I think that with Viacom, I, I was talking earlier with uh, Lawan, and more and more I find out about Viacom. So if you guys don't know, Viacom um, just bought out CBS. They actually deal with like, a lot of like MTV and stuff like that. So if you were to watch, say, like a um, Real World or Road Rules or – um, if you're watching anything right now, I'm watching like um, X on the Beach and Are You the One. And this year they they have like, Are You the One is about um, all types of different um, sexual orientations. Um, right. There's also transgender. There's pan um, pansexual and bisexual. It's just a mix. So. If you watch like the real world, you know, and if something controversial happens, they actually make it part of the storyline. Um, no matter what, if it's right, if it's wrong, whatever, they always make sure that they put it out there. So is this something that's going to um, maybe change a little bit of, of Big Brother? Will it change anything? Will it change nothing? Um, I have a feeling that it's going to change maybe being more open um, maybe America being involved more without like exclamation points or par- you know little commas or whatever the heck you want to do asterisks or whatever you want to say. Um, it's kind of exciting. I mean, I think we pretty much can just say, you know, we're gonna watch the season if people are still watching. But I, but I, I don't know. I mean, even Mama Costa is like, I can't. This season's not good so um don't get me wrong though um we're starting to see some sort of gameplay happening still doesn't take away it's unfortunate because you still don't kind of forget about stuff that's happened or that's happening or whatever um so there seems to be less of that going on so um it's interesting I'm, i'm just i'm curious cherry and everybody out there, what kind of role Viacom is going to play with existing reality shows and um, maybe bringing, probably maybe bringing more MTV people and maybe crossing the path like they've been doing, um, if you notice, the past, like, year or so. So it's very interesting. Um, It's a lot of, as Luan was telling me, a lot of younger people that are running it, um, that are more open-minded. Um, they they are used to change and things changing, where like old school or people put it set in their ways. I mean, we, we do it as individuals, right, Jerry? We're used to something so much that we get kind of like, we're just used to it. We don't want change, you know? Um, so these young, this young type of talent that's surrounding this um, uh, Viacom label, I guess, production, whatever you want to call it, seems exciting. Like fresh ears, fresh faces, fresh eyes, fresh brains. Kind of exciting. You know? 
maybe they'll be like, we just got to bring it back to the back when it used to be just regular people. Regular people. No matter what, you're still going to get your followers, so who cares about that? I don't know, Cherry Pie. These young kids, I tell you, these young kids. It's interesting. That would be nice. The, um, my concern is there's think? only one person that owns the rights to Big Brother, and that's Allison Grodner. And I think as long as she owns the rights to it, she's going to do what she wants to do with it. Well, there's like amendments to contracts, cherry pie. So they could also say, you know, I I guess we have to know what kind of uh, contract that they have right now. That if it changes hands, that their contract is up for uh, amendment or negotiation. I think that they're probably going to have to have a meet, you know, somebody to mediate and come to like a middle ground. Because I guess they could say that, like, I well, would, I would love for that to happen. I would love for Big Brother to, you know, I guess as you would say, be cleaned up a little and and go back back to its roots and be able to have some faith in it again. You know, be. I think a lot of people have lost faith in it. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of people, you know, we don't trust the the outcome a lot of these polls have and Mm. a lot of the voting and that kind of thing. We just don't have faith and and trust in those things anymore. And production is playing too big of a role in the background. Now and a lot of times they don't even hide it anymore. Yeah, so they're not hiding it at all. You know, but your guest um, is on the switchboard. Well, we can't we can't hide from this because this is something <laughs> some good stuff right here, and obviously we're going to continue our talk and um, hear from somebody who. Uh, is the man pretty much, and I'm excited to talk with him. So, Cherry, so if you can do the honors, please. So excited, so so honored to be able to bring one of the Big Brother house guests that just entertained us from the time he went into the house until to the time he left. He was great entertainment and we all just enjoyed him immensely Mr. Kevin Schlehuber you are on the air with us thank you so much for being here I am sending you guys flowers man I'm sending you guys flowers (laughs) you guys I mean I go to places and people can't say my last name so they just say you know who you are but that is perfect thank you so much Listen, Sherry, so, I'm going to say that was really good on the last name. Like, I don't think I could even say Kevin's last name. Like, Michelle, I, listen, I just, there's my, three of my daughters who can't say my dear last goddamn name. What do you mean? <laughs> they just, they're like, yeah, you had to name me. You had to name me with the vowels. All, the, all my kids' names are Erica, E-A, Amanda, A-A, Alyssa, A-A, Andrea, A-A, uh, Lana, I-A, Olivia, O-A, everybody. If I didn't give someone a vowel, oh. they say, I don't know what happened. I think I went vowel crazy in the 80s and 90s. 
That's what happened to me. I, I guess so. So then they like, so. how did so, buy a so Alana's name is, listen, Alana's name is Alana Rose Playhooper, IRS. She said, really, Dad? Yeah, you had to name me Alana Rose Playhooper? I said, what, man? You know wait a minute. Gonna wait a minute. IRS? Yeah, Alana Rose Playhooper, IRS. So, and Amanda, that, oh, I'm Amanda glad I got it right. Ah, yes. I don't know. It's I think I, I went nuts. I don't know what happened. But I was listening to you guys, and I, I agree 100%. I think, you know, the people watch it to be entertained and to have fun. And I'm not talking about vulgar fun. I mean, you can just put on, you can just put on MTV, or you can put on a station, Showtime, and get fun where they talk the way they do. And I'm, I'm not anybody on the show, but just the way some of them act and the way they bring it down to a different level. It just doesn't seem interesting, you know? And I don't watch live feeds. Guess what I found out the other night? That the pop what? TV at midnight, goddamn, I called my daughter up. I was flicking through the stations because there's nothing on, you know? And I'm laying in bed and I'm flicking. And I said, how does that say, pop TV? I, I said, come up here. My daughter club, and they were like, I said, are you telling me that Big Brother's on pop TV at midnight for free? And they're like, I know you're yeah. joking, Dan. I said, no, I'm not joking. They were like, they gave you ice cream in the house. Remember when you, Josh, Chris, and Paul got ice cream? I said, oh, yeah, when they didn't make me Sundays. Yeah, I remember that. She said, Dad, it's on every night for free. I said, I thought it was only live feed. You got to pay for it. I didn't know it. I spent two years. I did not know. So I put it on for 20 minutes, and I was saying, I was scratching my head saying, what the hell is going on? No one moved. There was no one telling <laughs> stories. No one was doing nothing. They were literally laying in bed. I could go into my daughter's rooms and watch that. I could go into my son's room. They just <laughs> laid in bed. No one talked to the thing. No one did nothing. So I was like, who who watches this? The only thing interesting. For three hours not, they do that. For three yeah, hours. Yeah, they do it for three night. hours every day. I never yeah. knew it. I never knew it. If I didn't flick through the stations and was bored, I would never found it either. I would have never found it. I found it. <laughs> oh then I put it gosh. on. Michelle, listen, at least when we were on. I love it. It was entertaining. These people just sit there and literally do nothing. Now, they're preoccupied now. I don't understand. Again, I'm on your side, you guys, with this. And I don't ever talk about production because, I mean, really, I don't have nothing negative to say. They were nice to me. But I understand production informs some of them that some people were talking about the way they haircut, the way they act, their mannerisms, their, the way they talk. So it's not the real people you're seeing no more. They've been warned. No. Listen. If someone came in that house and said, "Listen, Kevin, you're being bullied. Uh, you, uh, you, no one, uh, everyone likes you, but you, you're being bullied. Everyone, and I would know what's going on." They literally told the kid uh, Jackson how America's perceiving him. They told the kid Nick that America was making fun of his haircut. So if you notice, he changed his hair, and that mm-hmm, just yep. takes away from the game. That's the whole point of the game to allow them to be. If they're jerks, allow them to be jerks. If they're nice, allow them to be nice. If they tell stories, allow them to do that. If they want to bang pots and pans, allow them. But once you start telling them how America feels about them, now you don't see the same person. So a lot of the a lot of the people now who weren't Jackson fans, what's his name? Michi? Is la- what is that, Michi? Is that a nickname? Yeah, Michi's his last name. So they called him Michi. To, his fucking last name so is that, Michi? Yeah, so his last name is Michi. So they named him Jackson so they, Michi. Yeah. So they did Jesus that because Christ. they didn't want to confuse Jack and Jackson. So that's why they called okay. um, Jackson Michi, which is a lot of them don't even call him Michi, but they do right. on like the edited version, which I don't, I don't understand. Now, Michelle, have you heard that they production have spoke to them? You know what I mean? And told them yes. 
Yes. So that's not fair. I, you know, I've heard this for a long you, time now. I could tell you unequivocally, they have never said a word to me in that. When I would go in that, the, uh, I would say for the first three weeks, any news back east, and they would say the same thing to me. No news is good news. I would say thank you, get up and leave. And then some people would stay in there for three hours. I'm like, what the hell are they doing there for three hours? So I was under the impression maybe they were feeding them in there. Because, like, Josh was in there and a lot of people were in there. I'm like, why do they keep going in there? So I'd go in and ask them, like, do you get food and stuff in there? And they were like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, I thought you would come in there. So you would go in there and talk. <laughs> but no one ever told me, no one ever told me, hey, when you go in there, Kevin, they don't like the way you're talking to this person. Or they don't like the way you're acting here. Or they don't like when you tell your stories, maybe you swear a lot. No one ever said that to me. No one ever said nothing. Yeah. So. Now these kids. Yeah, I can also say that I, I'm with you, Kevin. I've never had them say anything, but on the on one hand, I can say this: we are like this all the time. It's not like you once the cameras go off or go on. That's the way, like you are. That's the way I am. I mean, you're gonna see what you get. But a lot of these other people, the the who they are, you know, depending on how you are on their list. They don't want you to be portrayed in that way. Correct. So I guess, Go ahead. yeah. No, I was just going to say, I guess, you know, some people have had that. I, I never had them say anything to me, like, you know, not not to do this, not but to do that, that to talk this way, the, never. That, Michelle, that takes away from the whole criteria or logistics of the game. You want people in there to beat themselves. Now you have people knowing that America doesn't think that they all think everyone the way I listen to them, everyone thinks that America loves them all. They don't know always some people during any season that aren't liked. So now if you tell the people who were, were being themselves, but America didn't like them because they maybe spoiled little brats or something, they, now they know not to be. So they change, they change their, whole, their whole way they act, their whole image, the way they talk, the way they treat people. They allow people to hit them in the face with pie. They allow people to do stuff which they would have never done if they weren't told. Listen, you're being, you look like a jerk in front of America. You have to change. You have to understand that. You have to change and you have to, so you want America to make your, they never said none of that to me. Never, ever, ever to know. So I got a question for you. So did you hear, did you hear like Jackson saying, this was like, I don't know if it made it onto pop TV, but this was on the live feed that he was saying to, I believe Holly or Beth, whichever you want to call her, um, that he has, he has been told earlier on the season that he was not liked by America, that he needs to change the way he talks and, you know, is saying stuff to people. And he said that he had made changes in himself to make sure he did not talk like that. He, he put weight on, on purpose so that he was more approachable and not like coming off as aggressive with a, eight pack and muscles so he decided to put weight on and he's done everything he could do um to make sure that he fits into this persona it's like i just well i I can't believe that this is actually i heard you guys talking like five minutes before i came on and i agree 100 percent. so production basically i'm telling you i i don't watch the live feeds i didn't even know pop tv was on so and then when i watched it i won't watch as much again i mean but they Production has taken away from the whole game with the the super fan. There are people. Listen, I was in Times Square this weekend, and this family stood by, and they were from Jersey, 
And we all, you know, Jersey, they were like loud like I am. And they, we talked for 25 minutes. And they were like, you know, you're the same person on here that you're on the show. That's the whole point of it. You don't want people to, you want them to do or go out there and be themselves. So if America don't like them, that's their fault. They probably weren't liked in college. They probably weren't liked in high school. Or, you know, they were probably uh, bullies in high school. But I don't know. But to change your persona because you're being told, that just seems to me that they're getting an unfair opportunity to get to the end. Number one, you know what I mean? Because now, I mean, there are people at the beginning, once you mentioned Jackson's name, because we're talking about him, who just despised him. And now, oh, he's changed. He's getting better. I sort of like him now. Yeah, of course. If you're told what to do and what to say, anyone can manipulate that. And you get a good edit. Right, exactly. (laughs) And see, every year that happens, though. Every year there's with 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 certain Somebody in the house, it's like her. Yep. It's like her pet her favorite and every yeah, exactly. year there's somebody that she is like giving favoritism to and you yeah, can no, see it my, a mile away right i asked my daughter did i ever get it they said no you you stunk at all the games everyone liked you but uh you couldn't win shit i said what do you mean i won the first thing not the first night i didn't want to go and they were like oh, yeah. but they, everyone thought you were all right but they didn't really give you edits they played more to the younger kids i said really because I've never watched it. I've never watched my season at all. Not once. Um, I so were you on slop? Were you on slop? Three Kevin? weeks. Three weeks. Okay. So what do you think about the slop situation? Do you know about the slop situation, right? Yeah. They they don't even. I mean, do they even have the have? I, where's the have not room? I, I yeah. So they're they're slop, but but Jackson comp- went into the dye room to complain. Um, he actually was hiding food in parts of his body so just use oh, your imagination um, oh, no, I, and, can't. Well, and, I know people in prison so well okay and when he got into the shower he would remove said food item and eat it in the shower also uh, he went into the diary room this is from his mouth he received pizza he received a visit from somebody on the outside and um, was given replenishment of all his favorite food in the diary uh, in the uh, storage room um, while he was on the Bullshit, man. See, I, I, if I ever had that luxury, it would have taken some of the stress off me. I, mean, I remember getting into 50 days, 60 days, 70 days. I didn't go on block until 72 days. But, man, I was the hottest thing. It's not even close. The hottest thing. You know, anyone can go without eating. I mean, you... You have you have chocolate milk with the slop, or you have protein. You can go in a week without that, and then when the day when your thing's over, you eat whatever you want. But the stress, mental stress, and to know you're at, you have the luxury of going in and getting what you asked for. I never even thought of going in to ask them for anything. I mean, I should have been, I should have been like, hey, I'm an older guy, please, I need something. I was like, what? They, I understand they give them. They give a bunch of them, and I mean, they told Nick that America made fun of his haircut, so you notice he had his hair. Change differently now. Yeah, he has it pushed up. I would never Not think about either. putting food into different parts of my body, but that's no, another. No, no. That's put, a whole different other problem. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I know. And then eating it, I know that. I don't. I mean, I they have to have clothes. a doctor come. But I agree with yeah. you. Yeah, I guess I take a call. <laughs> yeah, he's done. What's that? <laughs> I guess we have somebody he's, that's calling in. Um, hold that thought, um, okay. Kevin. Uh, maybe somebody wants to chime in about uh, something, wants to ask you a question. Let's find out. Go ahead, Cherry, take a call. We have none other than 
the famous Ed Brophy on air with us. Hi, Ed. Oh, hello, ladies and Kevin. Hi, Ed. How hello. are you doing? Hello. Going on, Ed. Look, y'all, I, so I am no longer a fever. I am a casual watcher. I'm sorry I disagree with you. I think this is one of the best seasons we've had in a few years. I agree with the diary room manipulation that has been going on since uh, Rachel's first season. Let's just be honest about that. Um, the oh, the but hiding I didn't say the food I didn't like the up. season. I didn't say I didn't like the season. I said at night I put on pop TV for the first time and I watched it and basically everyone was just sleeping. If you watched it, you remember our season, which was controversial and which was a lot of people consider the worst season ever. But at least I told stories and we walked around and talked. It's literally. I have people who get the live feeds do it so they have the luxury of laying in their house or watching on the computer and see what they're doing right. in the house. I don't dislike the season. I don't. I would never talk bad about anyone. They're only kids. Everyone that on the show is in their 20s except Cliff. I would not talk except bad about Cliff, them. Yes. I, I would just say if you're, filled, if you're filled with the ammunition from the production to tell that America is perceiving you one way, of course you're going to change your perception so you look better. And that, I think, takes a, substantially takes away from how the game is supposed to actually be played. That didn't happen yeah. to me. Maybe some other people in my season. I don't know. I was only in the DR by myself. I have no idea. But, no, I yeah. didn't say – I think it's exciting. I like Nicole. I like Kemi. I like David. I like Cliff. I like Tommy at times. I like uh, – the kids, yet you can't – what can you say about them? They've won a HOH. They won a veto. They won a HOH. They won a veto, Holly and Jackson. So I mean, there's not much I can right. say. I didn't win neither one of the two. So I, right. I, I mean, don't think I was run. disappointed when Sam the trucker went. I mean, I, Sam was my pick. Yeah, yeah. I oh yeah, Obi. I like Sam too. Yeah, yeah. But so I no, don't, don't, don't think I would never talk bad. I think there, it's a bad season. Oh, I let's just, just be that, honest. Come on, stop it. They suck. The season sucks. I'll say it. Well, I, well, did, season I, I disagree I with you. I only watched the forty minutes they put on CBS. So back, to, yeah. you could you could put on you could make Charles Manson look good if you give him forty minutes on CBS. So I don't know, I don't watch you that. I don't watch you. I guess you know what it it is who you ask. Honestly, like everybody's got their own opinion, but I think that's what Big Brother's about. It's like yeah. everybody should have their own opinion, it right? It gives everyone so, an opinion, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Like, but yeah, Kevin, no, you they, hit uh, the nail on the head. You hit the nail when you're going into production, you're, and they're telling you, oh, they don't like this or they don't like that. See, back in the day. We got the real people, and so season 11 was – season 12 is, was Rachel's first year, right? That was when we started seeing the diary room manipulation. Other than that, we got the real thing, and then they kind of backed off 15, and 15 was just a blazing mess, but it kept people interested because they were all being themselves. Some people were just kind of, you know, how you do it, your friends, it may be inappropriate, but you joined in the fray. And you're in this house, and you're in, you're in it for 190 days, whatever you're in, and that's all you have to connect with. See, like with Nick, you, now you hear the scuttlebutt about Nick and Tommy's conversation? Now, no. what's this conversation? So Nick was sitting with Tommy, and they were talking about S-E-X. They were talking about sex, and Tommy and Nick asked Tommy if he waxed his butthole and or shaved his butthole. If he butt waxed, he waxed. That, 
I can guarantee you that would not be asked of me by any house guest. I can guarantee it may be asked once, but never asked again. That I can promise you. I can tell you that. Or whether he shaved and did he like condoms and, then, and did he use spit or lube and this kind of a thing. They were having really? a conversation between Wait, two who was adults. This? Tommy? Tommy was saying this? Nick was, or Nick was? Nick was, asking, Nick was asking Tommy. They were having okay. a conversation between two consenting adults. And now everybody on the train that Nick is a pervert and Nick is inappropriate and Nick is this and Nick is that. I think for the first time ever in Big Brother history, they got the America's they got the prankster right. They the America the watchers chose the right person to be the prankster. But now they've all turned on Nick. And if you go to Twitter and you go to uh, Nick's a pervert, Nick's this, he's that, he's inappropriate. Like they're calling, and I'm like, wait, he's a pervert for what? For asking questions of like, but isn't that something that a guy and a guy and a girl and a girl or your friends you're hanging out? Like you guys talk about, straight, like, straight, you know, do you right. see that guy? Do you see that girl? How they must, you know, that sounds like a conversation of people, like two grown adults talking about different things. Like, you like ice cream? Oh, you like sex? Or you like, uh, you know, a ball and cane? Oh, you like also, pizza? Who cares? On the other hand, but it's, on the other hand I, have, I, have, I have, you know, a lot of children. I have a lot of girls, too. And there are things, I mean, you're trying to be entertaining and maybe try to be funny, but I mean, I don't know. It's on CBS and it's, uh, you know, a lot of young kids watch. I go anywhere and more young kids say hi and they talk, how you doing? Oh, I like you on Big Brother. So they watch. There's some things I think that are just inappropriate. Now, I'm not saying between two adults anywhere they want, but I mean, come on, you're on Big Brother. Talk about the thing about O-Tip. You don't have to ask him if he but likes I mean, I don't know. But the, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to. So the, go ahead. It's just the thing that this is a straight dude talking to a gay dude about about things yeah. that maybe he don't understand. You don't so think he's trying, trying to, to get... be a smart ass? You don't think he's trying to be no, a smart I ass do. sometimes? I think maybe he was trying to get I informed. Don't, maybe I don't he was get just that. curious. I agree. Oh. I don't, Jeez, isn't I don't, he a dog? I don't think is, that about. How old is he? Um, uh, I would say they're in their late 20s, early 30s. Yeah, so I mean, I mean they're pretty about, much... He doesn't know about SEX. It's a man or one. Yeah, then you know everything by the time you're 27 from Jersey. Come on. You have to know everything and, about life. And Tommy is 28. Well, maybe that's level? part of his game right now. He's on the right. block. So, he uh, doesn't have anything alone. but to, yeah, but to talk yeah. to somebody about themselves, like, like 100% find out about who they are, what their family is, what they're missing. You know, he's a therapist. That's probably so something they were that just he's learned to talk a conversation. about. They were just—it's no different than when we're at Reality Rally, Michelle, and we're all sitting around at the Circle Bar, and we're having conversations that may not be fit for public, but we're all consenting adults who are having an adult conversation. Correct. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, I think that did. people getting on Tommy for that is ridiculous. Was Tommy offended at all? Or did Tommy seem no, Tom, reluctant to answer? According to what I read, the the quote is they talked about it, and then Tommy said, "Oh wait, we're on live feed. Maybe we shouldn't be talking about this right now." That was all that was said. And the fact that they think live feeds don't run twenty four seven shocks the hell out of me. Right. Exactly. Well, they they don't they don't watch it. A lot of these people 
like 80% of them are not Big Brother fans. They didn't even know that they're being filmed, um, that even in the in night when they're doing things in their bed, it, they have, um, what is it, um, uh, what you see in the dark, dark vision or whatever the hell it's called. I don't oh, know. yeah, the night vision. The night vision. The night vision, yeah. Um, so I think that a lot of them are just very uneducated and did not do their proper research as they should have I agree. to find out what Big Brother's about. I mean, so my thing I'm is, I'm sorry, more, Kevin. I know you more, weren't you weren't a watcher, but you were familiar with what it was about, right? You would watch me? with your family and stuff, but your family is the one that recommended you to go to go apply, oh, right? Are you asking yeah. me that? I never yeah. seen the show in my life. No, but you, one did time you know ever. your kids watched it? Have you heard about they it? They were super fans. They went down. That's why when I went down there and I seen people trying out and I walked in because it was so cold and this guy come up to me and was, who are you? And I was like, who are you? And he was like, you want, you got to try out for this show. And they gave me a number. I'm like, I'm not waiting. Like, cause I was like 280 or something like that. And then I just started hanging around cause my daughter was going to be two hours late. And I called my daughter and said, Hey, I'm, they asked me to try out for this show called big brother. And they were like, be quiet. Dad. You're just making that up. I said, no, I'm telling you. And they said, who's there? And I asked, I asked this kid, I said, listen, who's here that's been on the show? And they said, Derek. So I said, Derek. And they said, FaceTimer. I FaceTimed my daughters and put the wrong guy on the show. I put a guy with a beard. And they're like, that's not Derek. And I said, what? And then, then this kid came over to me and he was like, hey, well, who are you? And I was like, what's up? He said, my name is Derek. And I said, wait a minute. And I FaceTimed my daughters. And I had the video still of Derek talking to my daughters. And I, they were like, you really are down there? And then the next day they called me back. And then three weeks later they flew me out to L.A. Then they nothing for three weeks and they called me back. And then it kept going and my daughter was shocked. I, and they were like, yeah, you should watch some of this season so you know what's going on. I said, no, what are they going to do? They're going to put me in a house with a bunch of kids. I'll be fine, man. Don't worry about it. And they're like, well, you really should watch because you don't know what Zingbot is or Hotel or Power Veto or anything. And I was like, I'll learn when I get in there. Don't worry about it. So when Paul had come in, I thought Paul would come in. I didn't know who he was. If you look and watch, see Paul come in, and I'm standing there next to Cody. We're looking at each other. Cody says something like he, he was the jerk or something from last season. Oh, I don't like him. And I said, he was on the show. What's he doing here? And he said, he's coming in. That's what he's doing here. And I was oh, like, oh, we remember really? Kevin. <laughs> I didn't know who that yeah, was. Yeah, because they wanted, so, they wanted oh, him. They I were trying to make him win. Yeah, I never watched You are classic, Kevin. Yeah. You were like, so who's now, that? Is he delivering pizza? <laughs> I didn't know who Nicole was. Nicole came in and talked oh to me. Gosh. I didn't know who Nicole was. And they were like, and so they would, uh, they would tell me because these every here's what you're gonna understand. Most of them, I'd say 85 percent of the people on my season, more than that, everyone but me, was a super fan or knew the show. Paul was on the season before. Josh was gonna be on two years before, but he was in college. Mark tried out three years in a row. Jason tried out nine years in a row. Uh, Alex tried out all the time. Raven knew the show. Uh, Ma, Elena knew the show. Christmas Day recruit. I was the only one. I literally never seen the show in my life. I was, how now, looking back show? on it, Kevin, would you yeah. recommend if somebody were to ask you for advice, like, hey, I never 100%. watched it before, like, watch would you show. tell them to go watch it? All right, good. 100%. Because I trust, I thought, hey, we were all playing together. That's why we were throwing the comps. I thought everyone was part of the same team. I didn't know where they were throwing the comps and then laughing about it. Oh, you definitely, you have to understand and watch it. Now. That's why I think if I went on now, I would do much better. Because 
I mean, some of the comps we had were just luck comps. When you hit a golf ball down into a hole and it hits eight pins before it gets there, the number it goes into is not a, is not a skill game. It's a luck game. So I would, right. I would have just I would have just played a better. I thought that I was making a, like an alliance with Paul. I thought me and Jason were cool, but I didn't realize they were also making an alliance with everyone else. I wasn't. Like I, if you watch, I really didn't have an alliance with anyone except maybe Paul and Jason, and both of them didn't have an alliance with me. They just, I thought it. So yeah, I would suggest you definitely watch it, especially now. You have to understand when Evil Dick and those guys were on it, who at my age, similar to my age, it was in the it was in the early season. Now it's been 21 years. So if you have a 26 year old kid, you've been watching the show since you were five years old. You know everything. Right. These the kids knew what comps were being built. They were. They knew they were, they were endurance comps because it would take two days to build, and then it would take two days to take down. So the yard was locked up. You had to go in the yard. So if a week comes and you only go in the yard one day a week, they knew it was going to be an endurance comp. I was eating ice cream walking around singing. I didn't know what the hell they were talking about. It was going to be an endurance <laughs> comp. You know what I mean? So they were like, you may, Kevin's you may just want to like, get some these dumb coming. kids, what are they talking about? Yeah, they were like, you may want to get some And Kevin coming. walks in. Kevin walks yeah. into an open casting call. I go for 12 years, for 12 seasons, and I never get picked once. I make it all and the way, and then this. boom. You know what? It was, it was March 22nd in Boston on, on 2017, freezing cold. And the aquarium, some of the, one of the pipes froze or something. So uh, my dog was going to meet my daughter. So I walked over to Quincy Market, which is a little, like, like some tourist section of Boston. And in a bar called Ned Devine's, I seen a line of kids. It had to be 200, 300 kids. Everyone on their phone sitting down. I'm like, what the hell is going on there? Because it wasn't outside. It was indoors. But the bar is inside, which is inside. You can go inside Quincy Market and then the bar. So I cut the line. And as I cut the line, this little, this young girl was watching me. And some guy come up to me and, like, poked and was like, who are you? And I was like, who are you? And he was like, oh, you got to try out <laughs> You don't show. ask anybody in Boston, who are you? Who no, are you? No, exactly. Right? Yeah. And he oh, ended up being a casting it. director. And so they interviewed me. And they were like, there's no way you have that many kids. I said, yeah, of course. I have that many kids. So he, the next day, that, that night when I got home, uh, 10 o'clock, my phone rang. Can you come back to Boston for another uh, interview? And um, there was a camera. And he had a list of 10 questions. He only asked one question. I know you guys are going to find this hard to believe, but I talked so much through the first question that he didn't have to ask any more questions. And then they brought that. Yeah. that oh, film I can. Yeah, LA. no, I believe it. <laughs> they brought the film out to L.A. And then I got called three weeks later. I had forgot all about it. I got called three weeks later. And then I was being thrown out there. And then I went out there. And then I came home. And then three more weeks, you go back out. And then you're with, then you're with a lot of people in the room. And they keep telling you you're in the top 100 or top 25 or top 50, and then they never tell you ever. And then when the guy filmed, once he filmed at my house, I opened the pizza box. It was a key. He said to me, can I see your phone? And I was, oh, sure. I never seen my phone again from that day till September 22nd. It's the next time I got my yeah. phone. You know? yeah. They don't I want like you doing. But what? I like messages on it. I quite forgot my but phone. What? I, I couldn't get into my Uh-oh. phone. Yeah. But what, it's been what's so more long. offensive? What's more what's offensive that? is the conversation. I said, what's more offensive, the conversation Nick had with with Tommy or Jackson offering to allow Sam to watch him have anal sex with Holly? 
so that he that could get Sam's vote. I mean, I, 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 I think they're both like, you know, could go both directions, it, depending on who you ask. I mean, I, really I think that between, between Tommy and Nick, Tommy and Nick, they're two people, but now you have somebody talking about doing something to somebody else who I don't even know if they're in the picture. Um, right. We don't know if she, if she knew that off. We don't know if she knew that off her or not. That's, that's the thing. But I mean, I think because I was, I'm more casual this year than I was last year, but I think overall, the only thing I find disappointing is that I didn't know this is that production is telling them they don't like your hair. They don't like this. They don't like that. That is probably why they're just laying around because they're afraid to talk. Yeah, you got a good point. You know, see, that's what I mean. So dance protection played a vital role in the thing. You're right. So whether it be negative or positive, now they're afraid to even entertain, thinking if they even entertain right. and the way they think it's entertaining may be offensive. Maybe people are not going to like it. So there you go. Your, your point is it's, it's just as valid. I just came from a different angle. Yours is saying that now they're apprehensive to say anything because they're going to look bad. So now they're going to do nothing. So what if well, that's shame that? on like my brother. Normally? That's shame on them for saying anything at all. I mean, so, and I, I just don't, don't understand why account. they wouldn't have to say anything. Hey, can I just ask you I one question? Have... Let me just ask you one question. What sure. did you think of our season? Your no, season? I, just I actually, enjoy... I actually you enjoyed that? your season. Yeah, because yeah. I love the fact that you were the only one who wasn't trying to be a movie star or a model or an Instagram model or an ambassador or whatever these kids are doing today. Like, you were just there. You were like, hey, 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 it's Kevin. Yeah. And they were all like, who's this? That's what I enjoy. It's like, I really like Sam because Sam wasn't putting on anything. And Nick yeah. was trying to put something on in the beginning, but Nick has now just become, screw it. They're they're coming for me. I'm just gonna be Nick, and I love that right. he called Christy out, and he was like, "Manifest this, B." Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that's, I think so that that meme so, is that meme is going down. The manifest this, bro, or something like that. It was pretty funny, right? Um, yeah, it was bro. I was yeah. I loved. I liked Kevin, I, Kevin's season too. I liked Kevin's season. Kevin, I think between. Um, I think you've been your season was probably one of the best besides Derek's season. So Derek was sixteen. Derek was a good season, but prior to that, the last good season we honestly had had was and this was only because of Reagan and Rachel is the drama was there, but prior to that, the last good season we had was like ten. And then before that it was um eight. In my opinion, no, before that, in my opinion, it was um, Big Brother 6 with Cappy when he and Michael got in that fight in the backyard, and there was drama, Howie season. Yeah, well, I think Pacer a lot of the older seasons are really good, too. I, I can tell you this, one. But, the kids like the kids nowadays, like you just said, you've been trying out for years for it like that. The kids nowadays, there's no one who can go in there and tell me that they've never watched a season before because all of them have mentioned – they may say they're not super fans, but they have mentioned Derek. They have mentioned maybe they have mentioned someone else from different seasons. They have mentioned people. Right. So in order to even know that, you would have to have watched it. They were mentioning people to me, and I was like, no, I have no idea who you're talking about. You know, but I didn't never even never even watch the season. I never even. My daughters would put the computer on my bed, and they would 
put YouTubes and say, Dad, watch these, just watch these these episodes right here. They would pick episodes from season 10, season 12, season 15. Dad, you have to watch this. You're, you may be on the show. You're going to go out to L.A. You're not going to know what the hell you're doing. I said, I'll be fine. Don't worry about it. So I never ended up Which watching is- any, ever. But it's not as easy as just watching, like, clips. Like, you have to actually watch, like, the season because if you you were to watch, like, say, like, oh, who's the winner? The winner, like, just to see or know who the winner is, you can never justify how that person got there if you never actually watch the seasons. Like, you might not be able to watch every single season, which I I think is... Impossible, like within a three month time, but you can Google best seasons, worst seasons, and then watch like two of the good seasons and two of the bad seasons and realize what the difference is because you have to get a bad season in there so you know not what to do. Do not do any of this stuff, right? Right, right. (laughs) Yeah, no, my my sister. Yeah. Good. My kids gave me a list of do's and don'ts. The do's had one thing, uh, win. The don'ts had like a hundred things. Don't say this guy. Don't think you're tough guy. Don't get into a fight there. Don't call no one names there. I was like, Jesus Christ, you got to be kidding me. So, again, along like, you got man, some I good advice know. there. Yeah, no kidding. But yeah. Michelle, when you were in Sequester, did you did they have you watch past seasons in Sequester? What at the beginning of the um, six days? Well, no, they didn't have us. Like I've heard, like other people have said that. That's what that was on their playlist. Um, right. We had a big playlist, and I kind of hoarded a lot of ones that probably the people should have been watching. But listen, I wanted to watch them again, and it took me a little bit of time, so I might have kept them for like a week or something. Because that was in there a lot. I was in there for like two weeks. My my answer is but no. They gave me a like they recorded that didn't work. And I watched Back to the Future but 25 times. But they didn't times. force it, like, on me. I don't know if this is the same for Kevin, but they didn't force, like, you need to watch this, you need to watch that. They already no. maybe knew that I was a super fan, so they offered me, like, when I tell you a gigantic list of, like, all different movies and then a couple of Big Brother things in there, I, you know, tried to get it every single time, or if not, already had it. Did they do that to you, Kevin? Did they give you an option no, of watching movies, me, or did you say your player was broken? I don't know what they did. It was real peculiar what they did to me. I had, like, someone sitting right outside my door. I don't know why. I never even – so if I called and I needed, like, something to eat, and if they didn't come in the next – within an hour, I'd never call back. So, like, one night I missed – I didn't get nothing to eat. And then I would just sit in the room and do sit-ups and push-ups. And uh, my, video, my video recorder, they gave you to watch the movies, you know what I mean, on, like, a two-inch screen. The only movie yeah. that worked for me was Back to the Future. So I watched it, like, 30 times. Oh. I know McFly, I know the clock and all that stuff. And, uh, <laughs> but no, I I don't but now else. it sounds like that's all they give them is past Big Brother seasons. But I have to go because I'm going to be on the 5 o'clock news here, so I have to go get my makeup. So we'll Thank next. you. It was a pleasure talking you to you. All right. Take care. Good talking to you guys. All right, later. Bye. Take time. care, Bye. Ed. Bye, Wine Hubby. Um, all right. Just so I, I think the reason why they are talking more about it is because they are recruits and they're probably like, these people exactly. really did not go watch this. They, we need to make sure they watch something. So I think that's so, why it's more talking about. Let me um, ask you a question, real quick, Michelle. Um, I'll quote you guys. Yes. Yep. Uh, how is the ratings? What I'm hearing from people who are on the show who I talk to or I stay close with, uh, I mean, they, they don't put it on social media. 
Um, uh, I've heard mixed signals, so. Um, the ratings are really low is what I hear. Yeah. I mean, I've heard and I've seen the numbers, so. I mean, we all know that they have the um, the DVR. They have people that watch it on CBS online, but they can yeah. still see that. They can still see whether the person is watching it live or watching it via something else. But they obviously know that it's being recorded, being streamed through their CBS app, which a lot of people are doing nowadays. They don't have cable. Um, they are yeah, watching exactly. it through a different source, which is Netflix or Let whatever. Me tell something, Let me tell you something, Michelle, you guys. I have five TVs. I have this thing called Roku. Let me tell you, don't get no Roku. I'm telling you, I put on the goddamn TV. I can't get the station on. By the time I put on a boxing match, let's say the boxing match starts at 10, I press on, on comes Roku. I don't even know what the hell Roku stands for. By the time I get into the show that I want to watch, I've gone through 3,200 stations, and the boxing match is over. So my daughters, <laughs> listen to me, my daughters, listen what they do. They there's five TVs in the house. Wait a minute. One, two, three, four TVs in the house. They watch TV on their computer. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? They watch Netflix on their computer or something like that. And me, I don't blame them because I can't get the goddamn stations on. If I come on that Roku and I can't find the right station, I have to call. If there's nobody here, I just put on music and listen to music for the day. If my son's here, his daughter's here, they'll get it. It's so complicated. Whatever happens, just four, five, and seven. CBS, NBC, ABC, and then you get channel 38 and 56. Now, there's 3,000 stations. What they have is this 20 different things, Hulu, Netflix, and every one of them has 2,000 shows on it. You could, you, could take, you could take a whole fall season just to go through to see what the hell's on and know who's going to watch it. I can never find it. So. I just take the goddamn show, and then I watch it at nighttime because there's too many commercials, too. You ever see the commercial? Yeah. You know the show's an hour. Yes. The show's only about 42 minutes. Four, four minutes, minutes of commercials in minutes between commercial. each. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then the first 10, 15 minutes tells you what happened last show. Like, I don't want to know what happened last show. I already seen it. So yeah. Like, oh, Christ, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, so, Kevin, I, I got to just I, ask I you one question. And then I got to ask you a couple other questions that I wasn't able to ask you. So, I have some good stuff. Uh, I can I just ask too. you, what was Zingbot's line to you when he uh, was he in your season? What did he say to you? He made myself. He said, "Kevin, uh, I didn't even know that he sounded like a robot. Kevin, ah, uh, you think it's wrapping up at night is going to make it tight? It's too effing late or something." I was like, "What the?" Fuck? So mine wasn't too bad. You know what I mean? And he he was pretty good. He did a good one to Christmas and them, but mine wasn't too bad. I, I, I don't know. I think it's fun. I think people should be, it's a privilege that they got on it. It's only, a, it's only what, two, there's only 300 people that have been on this show probably since yeah, it started. Yeah, I, I never got and Zingbot. People, they didn't have Zingbot in my season. I'm upset. I want Zingbot to zing me. Oh, yeah. I don't, he zinged me, but he was really cool. Well, see, there were so many other people that he could really make fun of in my season. He was really cool with me because he had so many. He was so excited to get to other people. He made fun of them pretty good, you know what I mean? But I don't know. Was, yeah. I, mean, I think maybe he, he felt bad for me. I don't know. I, I don't want to screw this guy up. They won't know what's going on. But I think they take it too personal. I think people, uh, they exa- you hear some of the kids talk about, oh, I want to find out how many Instagram followers I'm going to get. If that's the only reason you want on the show, then 
you can't, you really can't make fun of, or you can't really debate someone like me who never watched it before, but then went on the show. Because I didn't go on, I never even had Instagram or Twitter before I got on the show. And I didn't go on to get Instagram and Twitter. On the contrary, I didn't know what the hell they were talking about when I'm going to get Instagram followers. So a lot of these people, they're on it. They're not even playing. They're playing to get to, for their future when they get off the show. You know what I mean? I mean, Jesus, half the people who are on the show move to L.A. when it's over. You know what I mean? Everyone yeah. in L.A. is beautiful. What the hell are you moving to L.A. for, man? Stay where you're, like, known there. Why, why are you going to go to L.A.? Everyone moves out to L.A. Everyone's going to be a star. Everyone's selling teeth whitening stuff and doing shit. And I don't know. It's it's pretty pretty bizarre, but that's what they're looking for. So the, the world has changed. It's not like it is social very media bizarre. and all of this. It's it's really different. People go on there with alternative motives. They don't even care about losing. They don't care about not winning. They don't care about this. They want to care about how they proceed afterwards. That's all. How yeah. they're going to be able I to mean, get, it's, it's how they're going to get sponsorships to do other brother, things yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Which is I don't know. It's changed you, a lot. You take, um, you take. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Finish your thought. I just because I wanted to just bring up a couple of their things. So finish your thought. Go ahead. No, I was just um, going to no, say I that you that, have people like Donnie who's a genuine person, and they Oh, we were just talking about him, got, yes. Yes, I just called, I just spoke to him. He literally has, you know, he, you know, he just lives his regular life, like most people do, and a, a lot of the younger ones uh, uh, feel, after they get off the show, that that's going to be their, uh, their stepping stone to a, a career in acting or, you know, things like that, when in fact, is there's been a lot of people on the show that have to, have could do opportunities and do things, and a lot of them understand that you know it's, it's it was a privilege to be on the show, and like I could never meet somebody and not say hi to them. But when I was in New York City this past weekend, I must have stopped 35, 40 times because I had the same blue suit on that I had on the show, so I wore it. And they were like, oh, I'm saying hi to everyone. Wait, you and wore the suit the, in the heat of the Times Square? No, that it wasn't. Just, like, no, it was not. It was, will you listen to me for a minute? The dew point was low. It was okay, a low good. dew point. I don't want you right. sweating. <laughs> no, you said the dew really point bad. was low. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know about the dew point. I'm going to Miami Friday. Ooh. Well, yeah. listen, first off, I just want to say, <laughs> excuse me. Ooh, I'm going to cough. Um, but I was going to introduce you, and then I wanted you to fill us in on what's been going on with you. So okay. uh, I know we're running a little bit over, but I can you please fill people in on number one, of course, your health, which is the number one thing, and then also what the you've been doing tomorrow. with your podcast. Let us know. I go to the oncologist tomorrow for the first time since April, so we'll find out. I hope everything's all right. I feel healthy, but I didn't feel sick when I got sick. I, you know, if I didn't go get a, if I didn't just go to my primary care and just get a random test. I would have never known because there wasn't there were no symptoms. It wasn't like oh I had a pain here or pain there. So I I went to um, get a uh, passport and I had to take a blood test and he called me and he said listen your PSA levels are high. I thought was I was like what the hell is that? Reminded me of being back in high school like I had to take the SAT exam or something. So he was like can you go and have a biopsy and I did and then they called me and they called me on Sunday night during the pass game. And I seen the phone, and I was like, man, I don't know no one from that town. I'm not picking that up. I thought I owed someone money because it's one of those rich towns in Boston. 
called Waylon. And then he called back, and I said, I picked it up. And he talked to me. He talked to me for like three minutes, and he talked to me very friendly. So I was thinking in the back of my mind, oh, this is great, man. He's giving me good news. There's no nothing. And then he says, unfortunately, and I was like, motherfucker, why do you have to say that? And he said, unfortunately, uh, you have prostate cancer. And I was like, what the hell is your prostate? And now, because of that, I had it removed. I feel good physically, but the recovery process just doesn't end when they say they got all the cancer out. Uh, mentally, and uh, I had a, I, I had a, uh, I had a, um, have another surgery because of uh, things that were going wrong, a blockage from the uh, tissue. And tomorrow I go back and get checked, and then you got to get checked all the time. You have to take medication for it. But I mean, there's people worse off, much worse off. So I, I feel blessed, and I, I used it. I ended up getting on the cover of the Eye Pain Living magazine, and I worked with zero prostate cancer. And then I got uh, my mental health first aid certification, and I work with me and Rodney, and we're going to go around to trying to teach mental health courses, and that's about it. I, I feel that, you know, I helped out and uh, told people what's going on. I think they have to be educated and know, because I had no idea what they were talking about, you know what I mean? And people where I grew up just didn't go to the doctors that often. And, I, you know, you have to be educated. You have to be aware. And it's a simple blood test can save your life. You know what the guy said to me? He said, Kevin. What did he listen, say? Fortune, fortunately, we got it because if it was three years from now, we would just keep you medicated. I was like, what do you mean keep me medicated? You mean to tell me I, you would be three years from now if I didn't ever get a check? Because I had no symptoms. Wow. I wasn't that they could just tell you it was too late. It spread too far. You know what I mean? So now, let me tell well, you. Well, you caught it early, and now you're talking about it, which is just yes. unbelievable. No like you're helping other people. Michelle. Michelle, I had no idea I had it. And I have two other great yeah. things to tell you. Number one is I was nominated for this award because I have it for, uh, for, for a pain living magazine nominated for an award for nerve to be heard because I, I discuss it, my um, prostate cancer, because I, apparently it's a stigmatized disease, which I didn't know. If anything's going to kill you, I don't know why anyone would not talk about it. What? I mean, the worst well, because people is, probably like just get scared because of like it's your prostate. Right? It's your prostate. Who cares? Get listen, over it. You can't it. have Move children on. no more, Michelle. You can't have children. I'm like, listen, I did my time in that. What do you mean? I have? I I don't need no more children. The hell are you talking about? You can't have children. That's the worst thing that could happen to you. What are you kidding me? So if you know, you get a chance. So anyhow, they called me up from out in California, and I was nominated for this award. And I just put posted it on my story on Instagram. I'm going to put it on Twitter and, and Facebook. So the the final voting ends on Friday, and I'm nominated. So I'm talking to my to talking to this lady, and she's telling me this was like two months ago. But I've never done nothing about it on social media. I didn't say anything about it. And I was like, man, I wonder who the other four nominees are. Lady Gaga's mother, Sarah wow. Island. I'm like, what? They got like 12 million followers. I got like 80,000. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, my God. I'm going to have to have every kid vote, all my kids vote, every minute of the day, 10 times. So like, we go out to dinner two weeks ago. I'm like, hey, have you guys been voting? They literally turned to me and said, voting for what? I said, you've got to be kidding me. I told you guys two months ago to vote. And they were like, oh, yeah, no, we're not voting for that. Yeah, don't worry about it. You'll, you'll be all right. So the lady just called me and was like, you have to post it on your social media. So I put a story up, and I'm going to put it on Twitter and Instagram. But the voting actually ends Friday. So it, they, she told oh, me. Oh, so can you tell first. people how – so they're going to go on your social I'm gonna, media? I'm going to give the info right now. 
you have to go to International Pain. That's all one word. There's no spaces. Internationalpain.org slash hero hyphen of hyphen hope hyphen awards. Wow. I'm going to say that one more time. It's international. We got you, Kevin. Go ahead, Chad. org slash hero hyphen of hyphen hope hyphen awards. Yeah. And I want to thank Barbie Engel in the chat room for being and and giving that to us. So So I love Barbie. These people are so nice, Michelle. Listen, they're so nice. See, here's how naive I am, Michelle. Barbie's actually the one that. uh, is is behind organizing this. So yeah. that's amazing. So yeah, listen, she's the one that puts all together, her and her husband, yeah. Here's, here's how naive I am. I figure you get cancer. My brother died of cancer. My other brother has cancer now. My father, mother, all had cancer. So I come out and talk about it, but apparently the cancer I had was it just, it's a cancer men don't talk about because, you know, you can't have children or something. I don't know what ridiculous reason you wouldn't talk about it. But so I was never afraid to come out and talk about it because I didn't realize it was one of the stigmatized type diseases. All I know is that I got it at the time for now, have beat it. So I, if I could help anyone else to let them know, go get checked. Because I would never have got checked, Michelle. I'm telling you, never got checked. And... I went and got checked, and then I come out and talk about it, and I, I, people are listening. I have people tell me, oh, I have my dad go get checked, my uncle, my brother, uh, people, anyone falling over. It's not like you have to – it's not like you're going to an oncologist to get checked. You go to your primary care, and they just check your blood, and they can check it. It's not a big deal. It will save your life. So to do it is – I think it's something great. And, Michelle, I want you to make sure you tell Luan that and tell him today is the 26th. So today's a 26 minus 5 is 20. I've gone 52 days. I quit drinking completely. I don't wow. Wow. Yeah. 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 Congratulations. I, I just don't, it, wasn't, it wasn't that. It wasn't that it was like a major problem, but it wasn't just, it wasn't healthy. I would, because you hanging out with 25 year old people every time you go to anything for Big Brother, you know what I mean? Well, thank I'm, you, Kevin. I'm, I'll take 25. I'm like, I'm like much older than them. So, you know, you know, they get up the next day and they're ready to go. I'm like, man, I'm too tired. Forget about that. So I just decided. I'm sorry. I, I can I have to say Kevin was sitting on the sidewalk at the house that we were hanging out in Brooklyn and he was watching his car and yeah. he was there standing tall, watching his car, waiting for the, the street cleaner to come so he can change his car. So he was very on on point on his game alert and up early, but yep. I don't know if that was exactly. because it was Thank first time not to get exactly. to it. We had a great time. <laughs> we had a great time. We had a great oh, time. Oh my god, we had so much fun. Yeah, and then I so much up, fun. So I'm going down. So now I'm going to be working with uh, with with uh, the kid Rodney from Survivor. Me and Rodney. Yep, and Rodney from Survivor. Yeah. We're going to put, start putting out. We went. Down, listen, we were on the billboards in Times Square this weekend. How cool. so awesome. Yes, from two to four. So we were standing out in Times Square, and here I am, 6'3", and I got a suit on, and I'm trying to yell up to people. They're all trying to talk to us, and I'm trying to tell them, no, look at the board, on the board. But you're only up there for three seconds, and then you come down, and you've got to wait four more minutes. So I'm trying to tell people, wait, wait, okay, get ready. And you come up there, and it says, you know, warriors of purpose, and it tells them what we're up there for. 
to try to help mental health first aid, you know, maybe go to schools and teach to uh, help the kids who have anxiety or, or PTSD or they've got stress or things like that or traumatic things. And just they can, they can tell them that, like, the life I live, it's similar, much worse than what they're going through when they were kids. And, you know, silence kills. And they're, most of the kids are afraid to talk about it because, obviously, you're going into middle school. You're going into high school. You don't want to be the one to talk and say you have um, some uh, mental health issues. No one knows about that. People don't talk about yeah. it. And we're trying to get the word out, and that's what we're going to be doing from now on. So after I find out how I did on this award, everything we're going to be posting is going to be about mental health first aid and stuff. Of course, I'll keep talking with the big brother and doing that kind of stuff. Huh? And again, on big brother, I would love to see a season where they put eight people 40 and over and eight people 40 and under. Give the people a chance. Yeah, you know let's what I mean? Do it. I, I mean, love that. I'm down idea. with that. Listen, my season. I'm down with it. No one, I was out of high school before anyone was even born. They, 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 the only one even close was Jason. And he's 20 years younger than me. After that, you had nine people on my season, maybe 10 people, 25 and under. I have kids here right now, more than that. Right? I think there's like 13 people in the house right now. This is worse than Big Brother. I got to go up to my room so because they, they, I talk too much. They say, you oh, live Big Brother every day. The only thing every is day. nobody gets yes. evicted. They just have to go take the trash out. Yeah, the only one that gets evicted is me. Let me guess. <laughs> I have Libby, Devlin, Peggy, Lana, Andrea, Deb, Andrew, Sam. James, uh, yeah, I'd say there's about 12 people here right now at my house. <laughs> I yeah. say I say CBS missed out on the live feeds. They should just do Kevin's house live feeds. I think a lot of people would pay for it. I walk around in my underwear. My daughter texts me. I say, did you just text me from downstairs? I'll go running down the stairs. Did you just text me? They're like, yeah, Relax. We, yeah, I, I said, why can't you just yell up, man? You're wasting your fingers texting me all these things. You know, you don't have to text me. And then I go down and guess. So today we had, uh, you know, I don't cook. You can see, remember that on Big Brother. I don't cook. So we had uh, bacon and eggs tonight for dinner. So we had breakfast at dinner. You know, I think, is that an East Coast Oh, I show? love breakfast for dinner. It, I love it. it. That's an East Coast I thing, had right? eggs My for dinner, too. To so I had eggs for dinner, too. I had sunny side eggs and french fries. You're going to get so mad. We had omelets, bacon, sausages, and uh, they had home fries. Oh, my Yum. God. <clears throat> oh, my God. So Yum. Cool. But I'm not going to say I cooked any. I'm not going to be – I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't cook it. That's all right. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I ate it. That's all I didn't right. Cook it. Well, but this yeah, is exciting that you've been doing all this, Kevin. This is amazing. Yeah. You know, this is a perfect example of to find the positive out of every, a, a negative situation or, you know, something that kind of throws a wrench or, you know, a hurdle in life. Yeah. And with exactly. what happened with you, you know, you've taken it and you've opened so many doors for other people to be able to maybe look at their situation a little differently um, yeah. Whether it's just to even just open the door to look at the situation because they never right. got tested just and they never had a pain or they had a pain, right. yeah, amazing. Yeah. Hello? So yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, I lost I can it. hear you guys. Okay, so yeah, that's that's what I feel. It's, I mean, of course, if say if if you ask me, Kev, if they ask you, Kev, to go back on, I would still go on because now I understand the game a little bit. I probably wouldn't even make it as far this time. Because I would talk so much that I'd get the hell thrown off this time. But yeah, at least I would know what's going on. But would I be more? Would I be happier 
if we if this mental health thing took off and we could help other people, or we could go to Ohio, Missouri, where people say, oh, it's Kevin from Big Brother, Rodney from Survivor. So to them, they don't see many people from Survivor or Big Brother out there. They just don't. And we can go and tell them our story and tell them we're not, we're not here to tell you our story, but we do tell you our story, but we're here to listen to you and let you tell us what's bothering you. That's what we're going to use the platform for and try to do. I think that's more important now. But, I mean, hey, I like Big Brother. I think it, I guess, you know, I don't like watching it because there's a lot of commercials. I tape it. So I tape it and then I watch it. So that's about that's it. That's all right. And now, Kevin, where me. can people, are you going to be posting where you're going to be um, having your talks or where you're going to be doing this, yes. this with Rodney be, well, do, up on see, social media? Yeah, we went down to New York. So we have, they have these professional people who they're going to take. We, we weren't just us on the billboards. We put a whole bunch of people on the billboards. And all of them are going to get it sent to them. And next Monday, a week from tonight or something like that, everyone's going to put it out at the same time, hoping we can get donations or uh, backing from somebody to so we can go to a school and they don't have to pay. Or we can go and we can give people mental health first aid classes, which is an eight-hour course that we're, we're capable of teaching because we both uh, passed. And we can teach it to other people and let them understand. Now, remember, you're not a therapist. What you do is you, you, just, you just allow people to understand and you listen and you give them answers and things they can go through and follow up. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have a a college degree where I'm capable of diagnosing you and giving you a medication or something like that. But I can tell you, explain to you that we understand what's going on. It happens to a lot of people. People keep in, a lot of people just live in silence, Michelle. And that's the worst thing about it. They usually turn to drugs, alcohol, or, you know, they hurt themselves or things like that. And that's the whole point. We want them to avoid that. So that's what we're hoping well, to do. Well, it's amazing. We work with that. Um, Kevin, yeah. can you tell everybody your different um, social media uh, sites that you're on, what you frequent, and what's your handle so that they oh, yeah, know I really outsmarted if they're not already it's, following you? It's BB19Kevin. <laughs> really smart, huh? You, you don't want to you break it. into my system. It's pretty easy. BB19Kevin. They like my day. Like, Kevin, you want to change that? I said, do what? Put Schley Hoover up there? No one can even spell the goddamn name. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to stick with TV 19 Kevin. They're going to be like, like spell check. Yeah. yeah like I have Sam it Smith. spell check. I ain't even going to get it right. Yeah. I don't even have to go and look it up anymore. I have it in my mind. Thank you. And Thank you. <laughs> this is I have a question for you from, from one of the uh, chatters in our chat room right now who asked that if um, Kevin and Michelle are going to be attending the Reality reunion. Um, let me make sure in I get Vegas. this right. It's the reality all star one reunion. in Vegas. Yes. Um, I right now, I, I do not have an answer yet for that. But because Michelle has uh, her pads starting up, right, Michelle? Yes, I'm. I'm back working with the pads, but I might be taking um, a different um, avenue. This time around, I just haven't figured that out yet, so uh, I will keep everybody informed. So let's put it this way. I'm fitty-fitty. Fitty-fitty. Kevin, are you going to Vegas for the finale? I'm 50-50. I know the night before on the 27th, I have to be in Baltimore. I know I'm going uh, to Miami next Friday. Then I come home for a week. Then I go to Cincinnati for four days. Then I go to Baltimore. Then I go, I think, in between that, out to L.A. And then 
if I go to Vegas, it's like two days. Me and Donnie were talking about it and Rodney of going in a, just we can just get our own tickets and go. But yeah, I don't mind. I had fun there with them. I don't, I have no animosity. I like everybody. I don't want to argue with nobody. Listen, man, I just had camps. I have, I have eight. Well, I have seven children and my niece stays with us. We so ain't I got have time eight for that, Kevin. Right? Right. Exactly. No, it's just <laughs> not worth it. The people who do Kevin that. Kevin ain't got time. He's busy. Really busy. He's yes. too I'm busy to call his girl myself back on his way to New York. But that's a discussion no, well, we Kevin, and will have later. I was Michelle, listen, I'm kidding. I got a car, Michelle, and listen what the car tells you. Listen, I don't I want driving, you driving and talking on the phone. That's illegal, and I will have none of that. The car tells you to pull over and have a coffee. I'm like, what if you don't drink coffee? I was shocked. The car literally said, <laughs> I, I got a new car. And it was like, and, my, and, and Rodney's like, well, that's because you're swerving in and out of the thing. It stinks you're tired. It's telling you to drink coffee. I said, what if I don't drink coffee? He's going to have a Red Bull. I don't know what it's telling you to do. And I was like, "Oh, you got to be kidding!" But we drove down. Now they got. Now we got to deal with these smart cars. Oh boy! Right, exactly. We went down in rush hour. I left here at one o'clock Friday afternoon. We didn't get to New York till seven eighteen. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Oh, what the shocked. heck? I know. I, know. I can't I either. So, Kevin, can we talk real quick before we go? You haven't go talked about what days you do your podcast on. Can you just let people know um, so they can follow you on that too? My what? Do you do a podcast or do you do any radio? No, I do, a t- I do, I do on Tuesday nights at 10 o'clock on TV Co. I do a All Bachelor right, Night with Kevin. Uh, yeah, but I'm going to be starting a podcast, I think. Yeah, I think. But I don't know. I'll call you if I do, and I'll let you know. And we'll, I'll come back on and discuss that stuff. But I don't Tuesday know. Tuesday at like 10 I, Eastern? Yeah, 10 Eastern on TV Co. And uh, it's pretty cool. I have a good community of people that come on and uh, – you know, they come on. Sometimes I get my dog. I don't have, like, guests come on or nothing. I just I could just talk for hours, so I don't need a guest to come on. I just usually come on and just That's talk. That's all right. People want to see yeah. you. So everybody, yeah, 10 o'clock, terribly Tuesday. late, Kevin, always yeah. 10 o'clock. Fashionably late. Tuesday. Fashionably late with Kevin is called. Fashionably late. So oh, did I say I'm going to tell you guys late? a quick secret. <laughs> I, wear, I wear a suit and a, and a uh I wear, like, a tie and a, a, a shirt, tie, obviously, and a vest, but then I wear, like, pajamas on the bottom because all they can see is the top. So I just, Well, that's why you know. you're, you're, you're fashionably late because you're throwing on the exactly. hot suit in the phone booth like Superman. And they're like, what the hell are you doing yet? I'm like, so I get downstairs and I put it on the phone, and then I get up and I knock the phone off, and the people are like, what the hell? They can see the ceiling. People are looking at my ceiling. I'm like, oh, what the hell am I doing? Oh, I don't know. oh my God. Listen, man. Sounds like something you need to sign up for. Kevin, is there anything else you'd like to say before you go, my love? No, I just thank you both, man. It's great always coming on. Time goes by so fast. Oh, we love having you on. It's been an hour. It's been an hour. I know. No, I would just like to. Well, it's been over an hour. And I would like to just tell everyone, man, this season, I've never, I don't talk to anyone about no one. I just, I don't watch live streams and I don't watch pop. But this season, I don't know. It just seems. More than I've seen, I've only watched two seasons. So that they want people to, they want people to like certain people, and they edit to make them look good, which is pretty different. I didn't know they do that, and but I don't talk bad about them. No one. I just hope wish them luck. I hope whoever wins wins. They have a good time, and afterwards, I hope they talk to each other. Unlike people from other seasons who don't talk to each other because of some kind of animosity, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Now. And this life goes by way too fast. You guys see what's going on in the world, in our country. It's way too fast. A lot of people get sick quick. So they get true. old quick. 
before you look, before you know it, you look up. I just had a birthday three weeks ago, August 7th. I was like, what? I'm Happy birthday, birthday, Kevin. 58. Well, I was just saying that for the gifts. I'll give you 58 my 58 years young, by the way. Yes, exactly. But, yeah, listen, thank you so much. Everything's going great. Michelle, I'll keep in touch with you, and uh, I'll watch all you guys. I'll listen to you guys, and I'll be on, and let me know what's going on. Michelle, if I go to all Vegas, right, Kevin. I'll let you know. Thank you guys all so right. much. Love you guys. I love you, guys. and I'll talk to you soon. You we'll later. make some. Hey, Michelle, have you gone to the new Kevin. casino yet, Michelle? Have you gone to the new casino I have. Encore? I have. You, yes. Isn't it unbelievable? It is. I went like the Saturday after it opened, so I just need to go on a better day. Yeah, it was you out of control. Have to go on a day. You know, it's gorgeous. Time. It reminds me of like a, a 60s, 50s, 60s, yeah. like old gangster yeah, yeah. kind of feel. Yeah, real cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I hope they keep it up yeah. like that, though. I hope they don't let it fall apart, but we'll see. Yeah,对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对
and we'll return in two weeks with Manic Monday with Michelle and Adam Pock. Can't wait for that. So here's Ron to take us out for tonight. Take care, everybody. Have a blast. We'll be back in two weeks. Have a great Labor Day weekend. Good night, y'all. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in. God bless you, and thank you for listening to the show. And it was a great one. It's always a great one with our Michelle Costa and her special guest. Boy, I'm holding back coughing. I'm having a coughing spell, Michelle. <laughs> I'll say, I had one say a little bit everybody. earlier, too. <laughs> I had one, too. I had to, like, cut I'm myself. I'm trying so hard not to cough Good on night. air. <laughs> Oh, I know. I was like, oh, no. Good night, everybody. We love you. Good night, all. Have a great week and a great Labor Day weekend, too. Take care of each other and be kind to each other, too. Good night, all.